Adventure Required, let's go camping. Welcome to Adventure Required, where Ty and Graham lead you on an epic journey of expedition planning, prepping, and executing. Join us every week-ish to learn about camping styles, setups, tricks and tips, gear reviews, and interviews with seasoned adventurers. We want to help you learn from our mistakes, successes, and show you what works for us to help make your adventure possible. We want to teach you that you don't need the shiniest rigs or the nicest equipment to have fun, only the willingness to explore. Hi, I'm Ty. And I'm Graham. Let's go camping. Welcome to season one, episode two. Graham and I went winter camping and it went relatively well, which is surprising. Yeah, we did. And yeah, it did. Yeah, I was a little uh, nervous about the snow overnight, but all in all, it seemed to not be as bad as I thought it would be and made for some very cool photos. Check out our Instagram, Adventure Rec. At Adventure Rec. Yeah. At Adventure.Rec. Ah. Very That's cool. Why. Some of that, those snow, uh, with the snow falling with the, uh, the drone footage was, uh, pretty sweet. Yeah. Very cool. Granted, we couldn't get all the trucks or like both the trucks in some of the footage just because it's hard to fly a drone and drive a truck, but more to come. We'll get there. Mm. I just need to get better at my flying skills. I've been practicing. <laughs> All right, so, um, I, so one of the topics we talked about uh, yesterday, we were prepared our heaters. Um, I have a propane heater. went relatively smoothly. Uh, originally, I thought the bottle was frozen or it was cold enough that uh, the bottle wasn't going to work for me, which was minorly alarming. I was very concerned for a few minutes. And then it um, turns out the like seal didn't catch or something. So the... Mm-hmm blow off protection went off in the belt in the bottle so you just had to like reseat the regulator and it worked fine so that was nice and with that note too i don't have like a battery monitor kit or anything on that battery but ran it's that furnace solid through the night and didn't have an issue yeah that's pretty good yours did uh yours did better than mine i think as much as i like that diesel air heater um it's it's a little unreliable not gonna lie (laughs) and i think it just comes with being a cheap diesel air heater but it really wants to see a complete constant 12.2 volts the entire time because it cut out once i think i think just once and then it restarted itself which is fine but it's a little bit sketchy when it's three o'clock in the morning and you wake up freezing and the heater is uh, clicking away, but not actually pumping anything out. Did that happen so. to you at all? Yeah. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Just once. And then it, it kicked itself back in eventually. I didn't even have to get out, but the last time it did that, it was an issue with the truck. And uh, it pretty much like, I think the truck battery drained enough or it was cold enough or something where it didn't see that, that constant voltage. Yeah. And then it just shut off and gave an error code. And then I had to just unplug it and plug it back in. Just that same old engineering standpoint. Right. One thing, uh, just unplug it and plug it back in. One thing we've thought about doing in the past with uh, kind of sensitive stuff like that is, uh, just putting a 12 volt regulator on it. Cause mm-hmm. like, 
that way like you're gonna hurt your battery more but at the same point your furnace keeps running so that's a plus for me but uh yeah yeah, and just a side note i checked my furnace it does about 3.6 amps consistently and i think yours does around it was like 1.5 amps i thought it was just over two just over two that sounds right yeah yeah so all in all i think uh Whatever way he goes, is you decide to go is probably the cheapest route for you. But uh, yeah, like we had. As long like, as it's not a, a Mr. Buddy heater, I think everybody happy. will be happy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like the furnace, we had uh, two ducks, one into the annex, one into the main yeah, tent. Yeah, how'd that work? Uh, that, it was actually mint. That worked really well. Like the yeah. one into the annex was uh, kind of, it didn't like melt the snow on the floor because all the heat rises, right? And uh, mm-hmm. even though we had the duct on the floor, but uh, everything was relatively dry in the morning. Like my hoodie that was moist was dry. Gloves were dry. So like worth it. And like in the, in the tent, like it wasn't hot, but it like definitely, it definitely was like 15 degrees inside the tent. But that well, being said, the floor was like quite that, but. And you threw your, like we had your cooler and all of our water and shit was in there too, right? Yeah, exactly. Did any of that freeze? No, no it was all all mint. Yeah, and so some that of the... worked out really well. I mean, it doesn't have to melt all the snow per se on the on the floor, but at least if it keeps everything kind of above freezing, then we're laughing. Yeah. And it was actually the first time out with our tent. Great, you now have a new tent, but our tent was that's first time out, and the first time out with the Overland trailer, which is mm-hmm. uh, slowly getting posted to Instagram at uh, at Trotter Overland. But, yeah, we're uh, a little bit behind on the Instagram posts with the trailer, but uh, <laughs> actually we need to post them more to the Adventure Required page. So make sure you follow both of our pages and then figure it yeah, out. Get it done. See everything we're doing. Yeah. And so like in terms of keeping food and stuff, we mentioned about keeping the food in the cooler and it was it was nice. We kept it warm in the win- mm-hmm. in the cold, but then all the food was kind of like on the cold side when it went in the annex and it was on the floor anyway. So we didn't have any frozen anything in the morning. And mm-hmm. we did have some like frozen five liter jugs of water, but they were not thawed in the morning. So, Oh yeah. So that, yeah, like that worked out pretty well then that annex too, like the tree line tents are the material is thick enough where it's going to keep some of that, uh, or quite a bit of that heat in. Yeah. The, uh, I think the annex though is, is like, fly fabric that 320d oxford ripstock not the uh canvas oh really yeah it's not the same as the tent uh i don't think so it folds too nice you sure i'm almost 100 percent off the check Hmm. i'll check right now tree line outdoors hit us up let us know yeah luke (laughs) has no idea who i am yeah he'll remember maybe he'll remember us or me yeah it's I the diamond ripstock polyester Search oxford and the tent is the 380 poly ripstop canvas oh really so it is different all right yeah well still hmm you know you get 10 percent off your uh first order of gear and apparel at treeline hey eh? not not applicable on tents yeah <laughs> so it snowed what two inches when we were out there yeah it was snowing um, constant when we got out there yeah 
and then uh, it made made for really cool videos and photos. But yeah, some sketchy drone flying too. Yeah, but uh, (laughs) uh, yeah, so we got in there, and it was snowing for most of the night, but it did lay up for a bit, and then started again at around midnight, one o'clock. And being Mm -hmm. responsible, we were definitely in bed by one. I'm nodding that we weren't. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. No, definitely weren't. But then overnight the, we I had... think the scotch came out at one. Yeah. <laughs> but overnight, I think we got, like, say overnight, I'd say we got two inches total. I think so, because there was a solid layer across the tents. My uh, my rainfly was sagging quite a lot. And, yeah, uh, yeah it was it was enough to be substantial. Yeah, that's my first note is uh, like when you get up in the morning, hit that off because otherwise it's going to like try and get it melted or something because you got to put your tent away mm-hmm. with it all in there. Ugh. Yeah, and so let's talk about how we packed away the tents. I guess yours yours went okay. Mine went Mine, okay, uh, but it was like with it was with great due and consideration that I was like, <laughs> I just bought this thing. It's going back together and it took, mm-hmm. my, took a toll on my fingers, but yeah. You did and not mine do that. Was more, mine was more like, I am not feeling very well this morning, so <laughs> I don't care. I and uh, yeah, I pretty much folded it down and uh, threw the cover over and then used some zip ties to <laughs> get it hold the cover down. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> it was not squishing down as much as it should have. And uh, I had no patience or desire to get it to fit properly. Yeah, that's what the so there was definitely for. some bungee cords holding my shit down on that drive home. Nice. Should have used ratchet straps. <laughs> yeah, Lance would uh, Lance would appreciate the ratchet straps for sure. Yeah. So like t- two inches overnight. So I was definitely glad we did have some trouble getting in. Not like trouble per se, but just some. You could definitely tell the dually was not necessarily satisfied with punching brand yeah, new holes a, in snow with yeah, a trailer. Yeah, there was a bit of work involved. Yeah, in, and I was uh, in getting in. Yeah, definitely glad that I kind of pushed the snow down or like ran the snow yeah. around where I was. Just because I think we were talking about that the in the last episode. Yeah, talked ex- about like planning your exit route in the campsite, right? Move back and forth six, eight, twelve feet. Make yeah. sure you have a an exit route planned and so that's what we did and yeah it paid off right there oh right? totally yep yeah 100 um yeah and uh, i guess going out too on the trail it was really slushy going in and some of the like the west facing slopes the west mm-hmm. southwest facing slopes were pretty bad and then we mm-hmm. one section where uh it had rained or I guess maybe melted and then snow hit the bridge and then froze at the bottom there. Yeah. Like there was a, a bridge, the river. That, got, that little Creek. Yeah. The little Creek, I think just overflowed over the last yeah. couple months and it's been frozen and then thawed and then frozen and then thawed. And so it just happened to be thawed when we went through. Yeah. So that was definitely interesting. The truck didn't have any problems with it and it was kind of more, it was fun and exciting for me, but uh, taking yeah, an SUV, little, uh, SUV, SUV through it was like not that. necessarily stellar. Yeah, you mm-hmm. betcha. Well, and plus the hill going up there too was very slick. 
and that's that's the thing with the rain or the snow because it was snowing pretty substantially when we were kind of rolling through that area as well and that snow um was very thick and wet heavy and wet and so even climbing up that hill when i stopped halfway and then i kind of came back down to help you guys navigate the sue through oh yeah um it like that's that's slick and my truck's got brand new uh bfgs on it and uh is all-wheel drive and it was struggling to kind of get started again just after i had kind of stopped halfway oh really so it's pretty slick up there even though uh even though it's clear and it was warm it was only like what two two degrees or something when we got there yeah it it dropped down pretty quickly but yeah it was was snowing plus two because it was nice Mm -hmm. like it was definitely hoodie weather but snowing (laughs) oh for sure yeah yeah but yeah, other than that, I don't. Th- we didn't. Re- we only did like a one night, so we didn't really have any great need for battery power or like battery charging. But mm-hmm. yeah, I was satisfied with my one battery. That being said, we didn't run it for anything else other than what exactly we needed it for. So yeah. uh, a two nighter or any other than a one nighter would probably have been a uh, a requirement for some sort of battery charging. But yeah, and so to touch on that too, what what would we have done had we been out for two nights in that, in that scenario? Because there's not a lot of sun. We're out in the woods. There's no power or anything, obviously. Like, what do you think our plan would have been generator? Um, I probably would have brought the generator. And then if I was feeling super lazy, I would have idled the truck for 45 minutes to an hour. Your truck is awful. Yeah, and it probably so would have been loud. closer for two hours. What do you mean it's stock? <laughs> you, you would have been totally stock. Yeah, hundred percent. Totally stock. We definitely uh, would have had to disconnect your trailer and driven the truck out to the trail and let it run there for two hours because <laughs> there's no way the way we were angled in at that campsite. There's no way we're sitting there enjoying yeah. our t- our day with <laughs> your fucking diesel running for two hours. Uh, hell no. But yeah, so um, I guess that being said, I do. So the trailer has a DC to DC charger for that scenario, but that's more mm-hmm. so like when you're moving. Like yeah. if you're moving campsite to campsite, I know I'm gonna get there with a full battery because I just charged it. Uh, mm-hmm. And then I just bring like a NoCo charger with me because, like, it's it's too much money to ded- dedicate a charger just for that to have it sit there i don't know unless i use it every weekend this summer we'll see but it's, i'm just gonna oh, bring like a generator sit on the trailer while it's in yeah. storage you mean yeah yeah so like have yeah, a built-in yeah. one because like those new yeah those new tw- that 25 amp no or 26 amp noco is like 300 dollars, and then to get a good charger anyways it's just that's a whole other podcast yeah. whole other podcast yeah, high torque for all of that because we get pretty good pricing on all that <laughs> do you excellent yeah we do <laughs> but um, um our, and then one of the guys I'm... one of the guys that works for me has a uh he just bought one of the noco ones for it's at four thousand amp or something four thousand watt four thousand something um it's the largest noco one anyways it's literally half the retail cost our cost is it a 50 amp 
Maybe. I don't know. It's a twelve hundred watt. I thought it had it was a four thousand something. It was a it was it's huge. It's fucking like this big. Weird. It's like a foot. We'll chat about this more. Yeah. All right. <laughs> but um different podcast. So but actually I don't know if this is the wrong podcast to talk about it, but while we're out there, we uh, But let's talk about it. Yeah. So I'm going to take the solar out of the truck or out of the fifth wheel the portable kit mm-hmm. and then uh just between the racks in the uh topper i'm just going to throw some uh, two inch angle aluminum on there like sit, mm-hmm. get two 12 foot chunks and then have two two shelves basically mm-hmm. six feet on either side and then uh yeah because i've got the solar panels in their solar bags and then just chuck them away and then um yeah I'll have 600 or 250 watts. You're doing that like on the inside of the topper. Yeah. Cause that way uh, I don't have to worry about people stealing them. I don't have to worry about them getting yeah. damaged and I can just leave them yeah. in there continuously. Yeah. hundred percent. That's a good idea for sure. Also though, I was, um, one thing I noticed is um, my girlfriend had bought a, like a fancy Petzl headlamp, but uh, it's not rechargeable. So she always has mm. to have like double A's for Batteries. it, yeah. Which like it's not so, a bad thing, but even rechargeable double triple A's is like they're pretty expensive, and then they get degraded with temperature more than a lithium would. But even the rechargeable thing, if you had a headlamp that's just a plug-in to recharge lithium, how do you charge that while you're camping? Just like uh, well, the idea is like I'm just talking long-term costs, like. It was, yeah, it's probably going to last the weekend if you're not ridiculous with how you use it. See, and I have like this, I have a, my snap on one. Yeah, yeah. That lasts literally for three hours and then it has to charge again. Mm. So the, the charging aspect for some of those rechargeable things, I almost wish I had the headlamp that's just batteries. Because when the really? batteries run out, I can just go to the truck and put new batteries in it and then I'm good. Whereas the rechargeable now i'm without a headlamp for two hours while it charges just to get the three or four hours of light back out of it oh uh, yeah you know yeah i'm just looking up to see. All of, so all of our lights that we have we have two amazon special little bulbs that we put on the corners of the tent oh yeah and then we have like a, a glow light that goes inside the tent and it's like ambient lighting it's just not not very harsh. And uh, each of those little globes that we put on the corner of the tents takes four AA batteries. Each one, four AA's. Like those do la- last you pretty long, but like you got to be worrying about but like... they don't. <laughs> they don't? They don't even last very long. No. I've, we Like how, how long did we go camping last year? I don't know, maybe eight weeks, eight weekends, they're dead. Really? Yeah. And they don't like cold weather. One of them I had, I had three. One of them I had to throw out because the LEDs didn't like the cold weather. Put new batteries still doesn't work. Um, and the other two I put new batteries in and then they're nice and bright again. But uh, yeah, they're like, I mean, that's what you get for Amazon special too, I guess, but. 
<laughs> our glow light that we have for ambient works really well and it's it does much better for battery life but i do kind of wish uh it, it's almost like sometimes the rechargeable works really well for the most part pain in the ass is when it dies then you have to recharge it and then the other side is batteries if the batteries die you put new batteries in and you're good to go but then you have to carry batteries as well mm. so i just looked at my headlamp here it's a uh, just like a standard petzl and it says burn time on lows 100 hours medium is five hours and high is two hours you're and telling I, me it can run on low for a hundred hours or high for five hours? High that for makes two no hours. Sense. High for two hours, low for a hundred. Yeah, that's what it says. Well, it's got different LEDs, what? right? That doesn't make any sense. But like high is a bigger LED than low is. Yeah, but that's ninety-eight hours difference. Really? Oh yeah. Well, twelve meter. 12 meter distance versus 110 meter distance so anyways <laughs> this is a whole nother podcast yeah <laughs> anyway i really we talked last time about it being like a, taking a longer to do everything but especially when it's dark at six o'clock it definitely takes dark long to do everything and i was super glad i didn't have to use my chainsaw in the dark well yeah, i well, did we but did it was it with dark. a headlamp <laughs> yeah yeah the headlamps are pretty important for sure chainsaw and um hauling all that wood in and then chopping all that wood yeah um we can talk about axes on a different podcast but big fan of the uh, fisker the well a chopping axe the fisker's chopping axe yeah fixtures yeah Yeah, i think it's a 45 or something 28 25 x25 25? Oh. x25 oh x25 yeah okay that's yep. the one i want yeah but i have a 20 nice 27 and i want the 25 anyway um so yeah food went well heaters all worked flawlessly more or less um yeah food in- was nice and simple we had the the grate that we stuck in the ground which actually worked out really well oh yeah our, so uh, smokies sausages so basically, uh, had some buttons. That was it. For Christmas one year, my girlfriend got me a grill, but you pound the one steak into the ground by the fire, and then this thing kind of just uses friction to hold itself onto the pole, and then you can turn mm-hmm. it around on the pole. So we'll do, we'll do an episode too with like camping, um, cooking utensils and tools and all that stuff, just dedicated to that. Um, and that is a, a primary tool. So we'll talk more about that in that episode. Yeah. Like, cool. Yeah. Trucks got in and out easy. Going out was definitely nice cause it wasn't as slushy. So, uh, when we had to bring the SUV back over that slush, slushy section, it was icy, but, uh, it was yeah, solid. Only, so, which is nice. Only had to push a little bit. Yeah. Only a little bit. Yeah. And uh, I guess kind of the last thing was uh, if you got a poop. Yeah, it's, uh... I, it's a bag scenario, I think. <laughs> yeah. I didn't have Mounted, to, but I definitely uh, thought about it out there. No, I, was I like, didn't either. 
I don't want to. Don't yeah. want to deal. That's definitely the um, hang a bag or inside a bucket yeah. scenario because you can't dig a hole. And I swear to God, if if anybody is listening and you're the people that just go and poop on the ground and leave it there. We are going to have stern, you. stern <laughs> words. Yeah, stern words. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It was a uh, it was nice, nice trial run. I mean, we did it fairly late in the season. Usually we camp most pretty much every month uh, year round. But uh, just kind of been a crazy winter, so. Yeah, funny how life gets, just seems to get well. busy. Yeah, it gets busy, and it's weird. Business ownership is uh, <laughs> makes things very busy. Yeah, it's weird. Student, student nobody life. tells you that. <laughs> yeah, student business owner. So, uh, yeah, it was. I don't know. I had fun. It was nice. Yeah. Nice to get out, test everything yeah. out, and. It's good to get out there and use your equipment that you spent money on. It keeps you excited mm-hmm. and it kind of pushes you out of your comfort zone a little bit to think about what you need and yeah, think exactly. about what you really need. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm always down for a good time camping. No matter the temperature, we'll find a way to make it work. Oh, absolutely. But new tent is the Tamarack four season from Treeline. And, uh, I'm really excited for it because I think it's going to be much better. Man, we should approach those guys and ask for a sponsorship because, like, <laughs> I think we have to have something to offer them first <laughs> rather than us just talking. Hey, we have like seven <laughs> downloads. Leave us alone. We're we're famous. Oh, seven downloads. Yeah, I think we're at like a hundred <laughs> followers on Instagram too. <laughs> Dang, son. <laughs> All right, man. We'll um. I'll probably chat with you tomorrow or something about our plans to go camping and uh, ironing down mm-hmm. some details. But uh, everybody else, thank you for joining us and uh, let's go camping. Episode two coming soon for the pre-trip for the next trip. <laughs>